This is Craig. I play for DU football. I know both Sams personally. I don't even listen to this fucking show. This is the DU football show. He should maybe check his fantasy team every <laughs> once in a while. And ironically, the one show he should listen to would be this one because we're talking about the World Cup because he's one of those rare birds that fancies international soccer more than a club. Absolutely does. It's 100% true. You should fuck off. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord, but straight in shorts. Sam Graham. Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased coverage of the 2022 World Cup is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is my esteemed colleague of the press. We have fucking press credentials. We do. They can never take it away from us. Mr. Samuel Graham. Sammy, how you doing? Not bad yourself. I am doing awesome, man. The I mean, Qatar World Cup is finally upon us. <laughs> it's the World Cup. <laughs> uh, <laughs> This is a bit of a damp squib, isn't it? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into that. It's it's I'm I'm happy. I'm sad. I'm happy. I'm sad. It's just how it's all working out. It's you just know? weird because I'm just like 14 games in for Arsenal. Yeah, get excited about the Premier League season. We're top of the table, fucking moving. We're getting ready to hit the holiday, like like the holiday, right? Like. <laughs> The fun time, yeah. This is when we're going to figure shit out. Where the love kiss. And, yep, exactly. (laughs) Pub kiss. Fucking pub kiss. We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Should someone uh, reach out and talk to us, Mr. Graham, how would they go about doing it? Very easy. At DU Football Show uh, on all the social medias and DUFootballShow at gmail.com to get in touch via email. Excellent. I love it. And I would have probably told everybody to write subscribe review, but I forgot all that because I just wrote call to action instead of my normal thing. My, That's fine. It's, it's my crutch. So it's if you crutch. could, just rate, subscribe, and review on <laughs> your very, podcast app of choice because we are fucking everywhere, man. Very well done. We're yeah. gonna, you know what? We're going to keep it simple. We're going to keep the old train we rolling. stream it on YouTube normally. Sam, myself, both work on the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So is the red-blooded Americans we are. We've got to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Mr. Graham, uh, got a little bottle killer here, but it's a good bottle to fucking kill. It is. Uh, this is the Knob Creek 12-year-old, which I believe was number two in 2019 on Whiskey Advocates. 2020. It was 2020. Yes. Uh, number two. Lost on- out to Larceny Barrel Proof was yes. number one. Uh, which a friend of ours, uh, one of my store owners, actually helped us procure. Yep, absolutely. Uh, a, a spit's worth of it, uh, the larceny. Anyway, uh, Knob Creek 12, excellent, just fucking bourbon. It's a lot of brown sugar for me. Yeah, brown sugar, caramel. It's, yeah. It is, this is, but if it's you like delicious. sweet bourbons, this is a great sweet bourbon. Comes in hunter proof. Uh, it's just fucking good. Drinks 90, does not drink yeah. 100 at all. There's no heat to this one bit. It's all sweet, no heat. Um, and uh, readily available. This is this is one of those bottles that is, 
you know, when, when certain things become in hit lists, they kind of become unicorns. We think of like, um, you know, when we had the McKenna bottle and bond, um, about a month ago, it's one of those things. It's like the minute it became popular, you could no longer find it again. Even some of the milk and honey stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that normally is in stock at the distributor. And once it hit the list, you couldn't find it. Gone. Completely gone. And this is readily available. This is for, um, honestly for novice American whiskey drinkers for novice bourbon drinkers, go get this bottle. You'll be happy. You'll yeah, be very fucking absolutely. happy. It's not terribly expensive. Uh, like 60, 50, 60 bucks. Yeah, it's like that. not terribly expensive. It doesn't, it doesn't take the, um, um, bottle bump that most kind of like, you know, like I said, McKenna went from being 35 to 70 on the shelf. Right. You know, this is, it's held its course because it's so readily available that well, it's, it's a beam brand and Beam made sure they were going to make sure the bottle was available. So yep. it, it, it works out great. Really good. Yeah, for sure. And remember to always drink responsibly, my friend. Let's get the fuck into it. Mr. Let's Graham. do it. The fucking world cup. Yes. Oh, Mr. Graham, the world cup is upon us. Yeah. And, uh, in the wonderful normal month to have world cup games, November. Uh, I don't think we can discuss the World Cup without discussing everything surrounding this World Cup. Yep. Um, Of course we can't. It is what ultimately was the demise of all the heads of FIFA. Yep. Because it was. If ever there was a moment where we discovered we all knew FIFA was corrupt, but then when we couldn't hide the fact that FIFA was corrupt was the day that they announced 2022 World Cup. Cutter. It was kind of the the kind of the day the music died kind of moment. You're right. Like, it's like this is the day football died a we're, bit. We're going to play the World Cup in the summer because they promised it would be in the summer because uh-huh. they were going to have temperature controlled stadiums. Yeah. They they told us this. Yeah, they don't. In a fucking desert. There's in a fucking desert. A multitude of promises that were made. That I believe an island stadium was in the uh-huh. promises. Yeah, that that, that um, didn't happen. Human well, rights advances. We're, we're gonna. We're um, gonna allow, a lot of things that were promised. We're that going to allow people to drink delivered. publicly. So I have. We're going to uh, allow husbands. Oh, I'm sorry, boyfriends and girlfriends to sleep in the same hotel room, despite our religious beliefs. We're going to allow that. World Cup organizers. This is uh, two hours ago from the Associated Press. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm looking at my iPad right now. World Cup organizers move beer sales to less prominent areas and venues so they will be able to drink during games, but you're going to have to find it. <laughs> oh, and if you've had too much to drink and you walk out you into the get street, arrested. you can get arrested. Yep. There's a lot of things that are really bad about this. Yeah, how were those stadiums built, by the way, Sam? 
uh, mostly slave labor. But before we get into that, yeah. I do want to mention that Sepp Blatter was uh, quoted about three days ago uh, in the, through the magic of... This was rich. Through the magic of podcasting. Uh, we are recording this a little early, so nothing has actually taken place yet, despite you hearing this on oh, Monday after the rich. opening game has happened. Uh, I do want to make mention that about three days ago, prior to recording, Sepp Blatter was quoted as saying that, yeah, awarding this one was a mistake. Yeah, like that was a, his fucking job. That was about it. That's all he said. That was it. Should have gone to fucking jail for extortion. Should have went to it United. It only cost him his job. Should have went to the U.S. Um, and that's not us being bitter. That is just the fact. We had the infrastructure. We have the infrastructure. At that time, we there had were the two stadiums. World Cups we had everything selected. that we needed. It was Russia and uh-huh. Qatar that got picked. And the two places it should have gone to was Australia and the United States. Correct. And, and they, neither one of them were in the top three voting mm-mm. in either fucking year. And that's when uh, the U.S. District Attorney for New York decided mm-hmm. to, uh, through payments that were made using banks in the United States, uh, decided to raid FIFA headquarters, uh, as well as simultaneously hit the homes of a lot of CONCACAF people um, higher up in the CONCACAF section in uh the UEFA mm-hmm. uh, section um, of the FIFA delegations and uncovered and charged and um, brought to light the blatant bribery and corruption that got Cutter this World Cup awarded to them. Mm-hmm. Move along to the promises. Island Stadium. Nope. Temperature-controlled stadiums. Nope. So you could play during the day, during the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Free then, availability to drink alcohol. Nope. Nope. Um, uh, the ability for um, girlfriends of players to be able to sleep with their significant other that isn't marriage. Nope. nope. It actually goes one step beyond that one. Uh, wives? Uh, no, everything. Cutter has said that all are welcome, including lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, and queer fans. So but we can beat you up. Comma, butters. Visitors should respect the nation's culture in which public displays of affection are not allowed by anyone, married, dating, gay, straight, or not. So God forbid you and I were there and I just smacked you on the butt, which is something kind of normal to me. Can't kiss me. Nope. Holding hands is technically frowned upon, but they may let that one go. But there's supposed to be no. So how many many places, Mel, are you and I at that you or I look at each other and go, have you ever kissed me here? Every place. Every fucking place. And it's a good thing we're not going because I'm the asshole that would kiss you and cut her just to fucking kiss you and cut her. So can I can I bring some levity? Mm hmm. Do I believe they're wrong? Yes. Yeah. Are they in their own country doing their own thing? Yep. That's fine. Yep. That's what they choose to do. Mm-hmm. I find it abhorrent, but those we, laws are on the books it, it as they a, are. That is their thing. We Women's, should have never fucking been there. Exactly. Correct. That's the point is we should have never fucking been there in the first place. Um. I wonder if they have extra jails in Cutter right now. The Football Ramble, which we listen to a lot, mm. sent Kate Mason, who worked in Cutter for being sport for a number, a uh, couple of years, two, right. three years, sent her to do an expose on, and it opened with her at a women's football game, seven v seven, 
played with fences around the stadium and thick canvas lining on those fences so nobody could see the women playing football. Oh, because they weren't covered? Mm -hmm. Correct. Because I've seen women play with their In hijabs, yeah. Yeah. But they don't because it's so goddamn hot, I'd imagine. Right. So they have to play all female security, only females involved, referees, coaches, because the men are not supposed to see them with their hair out. That's... Again, that's their rules. That's their rules. <laughs> that's and, what they and do. Why, and why Why on earth would FIFA go, yeah, that's a good place to fucking Do I find it abhorrent? Do I find it archaic? Do I find it backward thinking? Do I find it less than wholesome? Yes, I completely agree. At the same token, that is how they run their shit. Which is fine. And FIFA should have never, should have never gotten in, fucking been there. They should have never gotten in bed with them. So I'm reading some stuff here. Um, in Doha, Doha. Wait, wait. Let's try this again. Doha, Doha, Doha. They have built some extra jails, <laughs> and of uh, they their of laws they could see technically World Cup fans could be flogged, jailed, and killed. If you are convicted for extramarital sex, that could be a seven-year jail term. Yep. That is why all the teams, England's the first one to do it, but all the teams are in yachts. Just off the coast. (laughs) Off the coast in international water. Uh Oh, and picture-taking. If there's picture-taking in non-designated areas, that's also a jailable offense. What's if you went to a World Cup, you want to take fucking pictures? Mm-hmm. Well, like, just, so the accommodations. Have you seen the accommodations? Which is going to lead us into our little beer discussion, You're Mr. Graham. Expecting one point two million people to go to this. I, this because is cause so many international incidences, or Cutter's just going to have to ignore the rule or rules deal with for it. Yeah, a month. Yeah. Fucking deal with it. And they arrest aren't. us all, cunt. Oh, go no. for it. They're going. They're going to make examples. Of course, they, they'll make yeah, examples, yeah, and that's and unfortunate you, for that yeah, one or two twats to get caught. But you, you know can't who, arrest all you know of us. Specifically, who they're going to make examples of? English. The, the fucking Americans. Americans. They have. This will be the first time Cutter has had any sort of mass tourism. Yes. Yeah. Correct. This is such a fucking bad idea on every level. Sorry. So I'm good. Now. Um, let's. So what, what do you want to go to first? You want to go to accommodations? You want to go to slave labor? Or do you want to go to the uh, relative segregation of the entire society of Cutter? Um, what do you well, want I to think do? We've kind of covered the segregation part. Um, no, 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 no. I don't think we have. Okay. Let's go ahead and do accommodations first so we can talk about your beer and I'll talk about the beer I'm drinking. Okay. Because so, this is what we do on uh, injury time, by the way, everybody. And yes. we're not doing an injury time this week. So we thought let's uh, have a little beer during uh, this main show. So, Mel, would you like a sip? I know no, that you're not I'm, doing I'm not well over there. Well. All right. Sam, I'll pour you one. You Excellent. pour me one. Perfect. Here's your cup, sir. I will grab my cup now. So the accommodations were supposed to be luxury accommodations, from what I remember, Uh, being promised. Uh, They are shipping containers that have been reconverted, uh, with aircon though, thank God, into uh, little rooms that look like prison dormitories. Fire Island. So what I found... Firefest. This is Firefest. (laughs) Yeah. From what I found, uh, what I found today was the single cut beer smiths. Uh, right, which we've featured many times on Injury Time. This is uh, Those Clouds All Disappear, 
this is a double IPA, uh, 8% by volume, okay? But three clouds all disappear on the can art, Mel. If you'd like to take a picture of that real quick, please, uh, is what appears to be a Campbell soup can, okay? And I'm pretty sure that's what you get in your room. Yeah, that's probably what you're going to get. That in a cheese sandwich. And it's going to be fucking terrible. Hey, by the way. Is yeah. that yours? That's my beer. Yeah. Oh, good. They look the same. That yeah. made me nervous. Women, yeah. If you go to the Cutter World Cup game and you are sexually assaulted or raped, you could be put in jail. Well, I mean, clearly it was your fault, right? I mean, you were asking for it. That's one thing. Sattery, I can get. sattery, sattery, parody, parody, or parody. Flogged. That's one thing I can get behind about that country. <laughs> Massage I can't even say it with a straight face because it's so fucking ridiculous. All right. So the accommodations end up being um, what also annoyed me about it. So, so they're good re- little dipper, by the it way. It is not bad. Yeah. Repurposed um, shipping containers. Yeah. It is. Two kind of maybe full beds. I believe we call it apartheid realness. Yeah. So, yeah okay. Side by side. Good call. Kind of beige interior. They do have a window. They do have air con. But you're in a shipping container. Also, when they did the overhead shot of the shipping container area that was supposed to house fans, uh, they fucked up the color pattern and it really fucked with me. <laughs> so my OCD kicked in and I was like, why does it go blue, red, white? Blue, red, blue, white, blood, red. <laughs> Fuck! Why did you do that? <laughs> Why so, is it wrong? Everywhere from petty level to human rights atrocities, I'm mad in every level in between. <laughs> you couldn't even set the shipping containers in the right fucking pattern, you cut. It feels like the place that everybody lives in Blade Runner. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, it just it feels wrong. It feels like something <laughs> from the Hunger Games. Is what Very it feels wrong. like. Okay, on the flip side, though, if we take those shipping containers and repurpose them as housing for the unhomed... They won't. I know that. They won't. All right, let's move on to slavery. I mean, the volunteered unpaid labor. Well, let's do... Everything. Real quick, let, let's do the segregation part first. Because okay, that's brief. Okay. That's brief. So, a lot of migrant workers come to Qatar for this purpose right of building the entire infrastructure of the country essentially the you never really see anyone else that you're not a social class member part of oh so like only pakistani see pakistani only indian see well, Indian. only workers see workers oh, okay, only so, you you have uh, a okay, middle okay, management so, guy that you see that oversees you so but so you only the, see that guy all, all the slaves i mean workers they see <laughs> right. pakistani bangladesh and indian people Correct. who all look like them but none African, of them see right. any arab no you, know. you don't see qataris yeah you do not see except them. For the odd photo opportunity where the queen, essentially the sheikah, that comes down for her foundation to take photos with people. Luckily, the one interview that I heard with, I believe he was from Kenya, might be wrong, basically said that her foundation, the students that belong to the foundation, essentially, that helped do all the work for human rights and this, that, the other, essentially lobbied for him after he got in trouble 
Mm-hmm. And it's the only reason he's a free man today. Wow. And back in his country. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous some of the shit that's going on. Um, so th- these populations of people are essentially kept apart. And you are not allowed to go to downtown Doha if you're a worker. You don't belong there. That's not part of your class. You must stay in your place and stay in your area. And most of those dormitories for the workers are set up in industrial areas with nothing else fucking around. So let me go ahead and talk about my beer then. The uh, Ministry of Brewing, much like the (laughs) Ministry of the Interior or whatever they call it over there. Um, And it's called The Point. The Ministry of the Contastic. Stay the fuck where we tell you to stay. Um, this is just a very standard pilsner, and as there's you nothing know, to see over here. As you know, I'm, this a, way. I'm a cheap beer connoisseur. I love things like Bow and Old Style, and obviously, we, it's well documented. I am a unapologetic ice house drinker. So let's uh, take a little sip of this guy. Straightforward pilsner. Yeah, nice and clean. That's what you want. Yeah. You pay $3 extra for it. but Yeah, which I wouldn't. Right. <laughs> you know, but it's a nice clean Pilsner. It's actually got a little bit more richness and body than most, uh, yeah, yeah, for like sure. a cheaper beer. A little roundness to well, it. And that's what kind you're going to fills ex- your palate. Yeah. It's what you're going to expect with a craft beer, but uh, pretty darn good. Yeah, not bad. Um, didn't I'm see sorry, it. I can't, is that empty? I can't yeah, see Yeah, it's that. empty. Go right. ahead. Throw it right in there. Um, so before we get into the um, slaves' rights, let's... Mel, you told us a oh, little interesting story off uh, Mike. Let's go ahead and uh, cover this one. On June 6, 2021, a Mexican woman was assaulted in Cutter by a work colleague she considered to be a friend. And by assaulted, I mean raped. Uh, she brought charges against him. And the police came to her house and said, we need you to come down to the police station. They interrogated her for three hours, demanded to perform a virginity test. and Oh, because clearly if she was a virgin, she would have never been assaulted because all women are virgins until they marry. Sentenced her to seven years in jail and 100 lashes, which is their standard uh, for extramarital affairs. The Colombian national who did it, obviously nothing happened to him. <sighs> And uh, the Mexican, uh, some volunteers she was working with were able to get her out of the country. The Mexicans, her own country, suggested, well, to avoid the sentence, just marry the rapist. Because that's the other way to avoid Jeez. the sentence. Wait, who, who said that? Oh, the Mexican government trying to the work The Mexican that. government yeah, yeah, said yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but then the Qatar government did decide to drop all charges. Why would the Mexican government say that? I don't know. Is it just like that we don't have a a diplomatic relationship with this country? Just do what you got to do to get the fuck out of there? Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably what it was, yeah. Yep. I mean, in the lesser of two evils at that point, fine, okay, if that's the root cause of it. But if the Mexican government's buying into that, I'd be upset. Yep. I'd fucking marry the bloke to get out of there if I had to. You know what I mean? Oh, God. Like, yeah. I'd do what Mary, I got to do. Out and yeah. And immediately get a divorce. But that's and never fucking. See him again I don't even need yeah. to divorce him. Just fuck yeah. it. I don't care. That's yeah. just weird, though. That's a weird thing to say. So you have 1.2 million people going to Qatar. Quite a few of them are women. And unfortunately, at gatherings like this, women will be assaulted or raped. And there's absolutely nothing that they can do about it because if they report it, they themselves could find themselves in an international incident or jailed or whipped. You know what this is? Woodstock 99. <sighs> yeah. It's I mean, worse than I thought. Like, the more I'm sitting here reading, the worse than oh, I yeah. thought. I, Mel, um, 
my nightclub days, we used to talk about that. And I'm not going to get into it because I don't want to say anything offensive. But, like, God, it's that. It's that. Like, the it's oh, yeah. okay thing. It's mm-hmm. okay. Like, yeah. fuck. Fuck me. And that and brings us to the slave labor. Slavery! Well, here we go. Because, essentially, right, mm-hmm. that's apparently the only right that foreign men are allowed there is to touch women. <laughs> Because uh, you had to pay exorbitant um, recruitment fees, I believe they were called. Uh, And it's known as the, um, I think it's kafala is the system, Mm -hmm. uh, essentially, that uh, you have to have a sponsor to live in the country. Right. Right. Just a little side note. Weird how none of the news stories I'm reading about this woman, Paola, uh-huh. not a single one of them are American. Wow. I just found that. Oh, wait, Forbes. I did find a Forbes one. Okay, so Forbes did talk about it. Okay. Oh, Forbes, Mexico. Sorry, Forbes, oh. Mexico. Oh, not wow. a single American story. Well, we like oil. Well, she's Mexican, so. I we still think Why this would we would, cover it? We, we still we think liked, this we, would be a... Uh, <laughs> We like oil, and we started our first war defending that country because it got invaded. Oh, oh, sorry, did I say? Did I say too much? Mm. I, I must have said too careful. much. Careful, so sorry. Careful, <laughs> careful. Let's <laughs> not get into the differences between Afghanistan and Saudi Arabia today. <sighs> we can, what does that have to do with Qatar? <laughs> Nothing. It's just might as well throw a dig in while I'm at slavery. It. Let's go to slavery because at some point we're going to get positive and talk about the World Cup. So the the exorbitant fees for people from poor nations, mm-hmm. migrant workers, essentially, that can't get a job in their own country because there's no money being spent on infrastructure, uh, decided to go to Qatar. Uh, as you mean, a, like Mexicans who come over the border to work, uh, you know, yep. um, like poor labor jobs yep. just to make good money? Oh, okay. Sure. So in Qatar, okay. Okay, there just, is the kafala system, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's called kafala. If you could Google that, because I want to get that right, that'd be great. Um, Kafala. Basically, the company has to sponsor you. This is no different from any other work visa in theory. Yep, you're absolutely correct. Kafala, K-A-F-A-L-A. So in theory, this is no different. Like, if I went to work in England, my company would have to sponsor me. Shit, my company now has to sponsor me for me to have my liquor license. Yeah, very true. For me to my solicitor's permit. They have to sponsor me to have that, right? If I get fired, I can't just keep my my solicitor's permit. It just doesn't happen. Precisely. I lose it immediately because yeah. I don't have a sponsor. Anyway, that's how it works, right? <clears throat> the difference is with Kafala is the company confiscates your passport. You had to pay a recruitment fee to the company to hire you. And a lot of these places paid upwards of 5000 uh cold, hard, crisp American dollars as a recruitment fee mm-hmm. when they're living in the slums in Kenya, in India, in Bangladesh, in Pakistan, S- Pakistan, in Syria, in wherever. Yeah. And they have this massive debt with a high interest that they can never pay off. Oh, by the way, we're going to pay you a dollar a day. They can never pay oh, off. We, we told you we we're going to pay you $100 oh, a day, and but by the way, down. And by the way, since you're here, Right, and I have your passport. You can't fucking leave. Mm-hmm. Then there, 
is... And you're stuck here. You can't walk around in any other part of the city. You have to stay here. Then there is also, on top of that, the cultural stigma Mm -hmm. of quitting and going home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was one of the interviews I heard with the Kenyan man of his salary was half of what they promised when he got there. And he said, but it was more than I'd be able to make at home. I couldn't pay the loan off, but the amount of money that I was able to send home would have been more than I would have been able to make working at home. So I had to stay. And he worked there for eight fucking years. Fuck. As a security guard. And he's the one that brought light about the queen. Yeah. And then had the issue and then got kind of rescued by the queen's people in her organization, not her herself. She kind of succumbed to the pressure of the students that were involved. But um, the they were not meant to be working during the day. They were not meant to be working um, in the, the extreme heat and everything else. They did. Uh, there were a lot of people, causes of death that were labeled natural causes that essentially died of heat exhaustion because of the conditions they were in. Well, because they tried to build a stadium in the water that didn't fucking get built. He also said, uh, that particular gentleman said that there was, uh, when he got there first, now he ended up getting upgraded to a better room because he moved up to some sort of middle management security status uh, at some point. But he, um, originally when he got there, there was eight guys in a 10 by 10 room and three-story bunk beds. Oh, yeah. Uh they were kept in horrible conditions that all started uh kind of when he arrived um uh this is a different guy to the Kenyan guy oh you mean worse than shipping containers that yeah have so air the, conditioning this this was a different guy from the Kenyan guy yeah. uh he showed up in 2020 he's only worked there a couple of years um but it was in the height of covid and they were 12 to a room a 10 by 10 room there was three, uh, four stacks of three bunk beds tall. Like, the f- what? Yeah. <laughs> the people that are leaving the country broker than they showed up because mm. of the loans they had to take out to pay the recruitment fees to fucking get there. And then their salaries were half of what they were told they were. And they were never able to pay the loans off and they couldn't leave because the company had their passport. You know, like, if I went to England to work, my passport stays in my possession. Mm-hmm. If my job gets terminated, I have a period of time to find a new sponsor before I get deported. We were in London mm-hmm. when Trump, during the pandemic, said yes. no one's allowed in the country. And that night, we were legitimately like, what the fuck? fuck are we going how to do we get do? home we were prepared how, to stay like, in england for a month like we talked with our spouses of like how i does don't this know if i can get home yeah. how does this work what and, are they saying back home just <laughs> it's it's scary it's yeah. terrifying it's um now, Qatar will tell you, if you Google that, I'm sure you'll find the, well, we've updated our immigration policies. We've done all this. We've done all that, blah, 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 blah. If you look at those policies and when they were instituted, 
Mel, do you, did you find one there? Was no, 20- I, just, I found something else after you get through this. What uh, England's doing to prevent problems. 2020 is when they updated those laws. Um, 2021 is when they updated some of those laws. Mm-hmm. So they say that, that oh, look at our human rights record. We've done all this. We've updated this. And, and that, blah, 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 blah. a year ago, mm-hmm. two years ago. That, um, where the fuck was all this shit 10 years ago when people started working on this stuff? Like, what the fuck are you on about? Mel, do you want to hold that for when we talk about England in Group A and B? Or do you want to oh, go ahead and no, do it now? No, it's just uh, something pre- preventive that England's doing is okay. they are collecting the passports. That's why, because after you said passport, I wanted to look up and see, like, collecting the passports of roughly 1,300 known hooligans to prevent them from going to Qatar. <laughs> just no, no, no. no. We, you're going to cause no. an international incident. No. Give me your passport. You're not you're going. Staying home. Yeah. Uh, all right. I could definitely see that's how fuck you on idea. fuck you on Millwall. That's a that's a pretty good idea. Me. I got to admit. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right. So now, but it, I mean, it's it's just it's it's the the amount of deaths that have been reported, the causes of death that have been reported are all very easily seen by a lot of fucking people a lot of experts in in these fields and you can find all the various interviews in a cursory google search i'm not going to list anybody because there's a ton that the the amount of deaths is probably triple right what they've reported the causes of death are most likely inaccurate um and it's a direct result of their work on this World Cup and the conditions in which these people have been living in. And a lot of them, like I said, are leaving broker than when the fuck they showed up. And that is not okay. That's that's the world's premier sporting event has given cash, time, attention to a country that doesn't deserve it on the back of bribes, Scandal. Slavery. And in direct contradiction to everything that this sport is supposed to hold dear and unify and bring people together. And it just, it just isn't, it just has a bad, it's got a bad taste in my mouth about it. Why stop there? Let's look at the current sponsors that are still sponsoring the World Cup. Coca-Cola. Visa, Budweiser, McDonald's, Frito-Lay. So, uh, guys, I'm going to try to very carefully because this is I know, we're half an hour in and it's just terrible. No, 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 no. This is where I expected us to be. I expected us to be here. But now this is where daddy's got to try to drive the bus. Daddy, you're going to drive us off the cliff? Point us in the right spot. Um. Here's the tough part about all of that. And why are all of those brands still sponsors? It's the biggest sporting event in the world. They got us by the balls. All, all of this bullshit that we just talked about. What are we all doing Sunday at two o'clock in the afternoon? We're watching Cutter. 11 a.m. I'm sorry, 11. Sorry. <laughs> the, uh, the Monday games are yes. two, at 2. Yes. <laughs> what are we doing? We're all going to get up and we're going to watch Cutter play Ecuador. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, we're going to watch every fucking match. Mm-hmm. And the day after that, we're going to watch every fucking match. Mm-hmm. And we are all going to watch every fucking match 
till there's a winner. Because as football fans, this is the biggest sporting event in the world. And it only happens every four years. You only get and, so many in your lifetime. And now I will say for me, one of my bucket list God, It's things. so morally complex. Okay, well, we're going to get know, away from that I know, now you're right, though. You're right. Like, we're, we're, we're moving in another direction. We're going to start that's, talking that's, about the actual World Cup. That's correct. But that, my but, last point, that's sports washing. That's the whole yeah. thing. That's why the Saudis get away with owning Newcastle. That's why... It's what the, happens. You know, the Qataris with... Uh, with either PSG or Man City and the Emir- uh, UAE people mm-hmm. doing the other one. I forget who owns who, but it's the same fucking, it's the same shit. That's why sports washing works is because they got us by the balls with the most passionate tribal fucking sport that exists. Mm-hmm. This is bigger than the Olympics. Mm-hmm. On a pride level for country, yep. this is, and we don't get it in America we don't get it like the rest of the world does, but the minute USA, the men's team, and no offense to the women, the women are incredible and they've won a ton of World Cups, but the minute the men's team makes it to a semifinal, a semifinal, not win it, you want to see this country go fucking nuts. Yep. I mean, lose their absolute shit. Watch this team get to, if ever this country got to a semifinal, that wasn't 1934, um, they would lose their fucking mind. And unfortunately, we are all by the fucking balls. We have no choice. We're going to watch it. Well, and frankly, we're going to talk about it now. We're going to, you know, we what? are, we've. We've done our bitching, and you know, I, it's if you're new to the show, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you've had to listen to us do all this. If you know us, you knew it was we coming. We yeah. had to do this it, first. It, yeah. It's coming. but We to, had to do this first. To, we cannot just you can't, look away from you what can't it is. can't enjoy the World Cup without at least acknowledging, acknowledging yeah. all of the other it's bullshit. It's fucking terrible. It. To put a bow on it real quick, I really hope. There you go. Look at you. I, I, really, I really hope that not too big of a bow or they might think I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely I don't I could like be arrested that. for that. To, be, to put a bow on it is I want to to acknowledge the fact that the attention is on Cutter yeah. and some of these abhorrent archaic practices. The, the attention is on the fact that they don't really subscribe to the... Oh, w- they're going to try to put a big glossy nothing to see here, you looky loose. Correct. They're going to do their damnedest. But... I want the players. I hope I see some protests. I hope I see some pre-match t-shirts, some awareness, some focus on this. And I hope it goes past the World Cup itself and beyond that final in, in late December. I hope that people continue to pay attention and continue to work for change and continue to change the system. It is English pride right now. England has already said they are wearing rainbow fucking stripes. The captain will have it on his fucking arm. Cutter has already said they're not tolerating any of that. I want to see them come on the field and take a fucking armband off of him. Yeah. Go for it. 
If you don't want it in the stands, fine. Do what you're going to do. Take a flag away from somebody. That's fine. I want to see you walk on the field and take that fucking armband off a fucking player. I fucking dare you. That's my point. It's like, you know. Can get a side bet going on how many international incidents they're going to be? Oh, but, USA is definitely doing something. But that, but they that's, are definitely doing but something. Th- that's part of my point, and that's part of the the semi crash joke I made a second ago, and why I don't want you to cut it is where does it end? Mm-hmm. What is this level in which you go? That's gay. That's not right. What it, what is the law cutter? What are, what are you actually doing? <laughs> or is it just your feeling? Is it just that cop being mad? Yeah. What mm-hmm. what is? How it happens. Would Houston's blue fingernail That's what, Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, what? what is it? Oh, uh, you know, to put a bow on it. Oh, I got this nice big pretty bow. What was that? You know what I mean? That's my point. Where do you fucking draw the line? There is no line. There shouldn't be a line you cut. That's, the, that's what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. That's the idea is there shouldn't be a line. There shouldn't be a thing. This isn't... This is... I understand, and mm-hmm. I said this at the beginning, we... Obviously, this country thinks a bit differently as a whole. England thinks differently. The Western civilizations think differently. And they are allowed and can run their country the way in which they see fit so long as they're not mass murdering people. There's a lot of other stuff I didn't know there that they should probably go take a look at, to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) But it just doesn't make a ton of sense. Um, And it, it all boils down at the end of the day. It boils down to the corruption at FIFA. Uh, uh, you know, at least that, that now isn't so much in the limelight anymore. All right, fuck you both. I tried to take it on the off-ramp. You mm-hmm. both immediately jumped, grabbed the it's wheel. Just and fr- to it's push, just fucking tried frustrating. tried to push the other way. Hard right turn. We're talking about the groups. Fuck, it's just so frustrating. We're talking about the groups. Just can't do it. All righty, Mr. Graham, we're going to break it down into... Um, Two groups at a time, group A, group B, group C, group D. We're going to do that, and we're going to talk about our predictions. Stop laughing. I can't, because... <laughs> as soon as she said that, Grab and I looked at each other, pursed our lips, and went, hmm. <laughs> because you're right. We're, we are a football show, so we're going to talk about the football. And we're 45 minutes in, and we're, we're going to talk about football And we're going to make it all rainbows and unicorns <laughs> yes. right now. Exactly. Rainbows. Big, bright rainbows. I've got all sorts of new stats and numbers pulled up because I know you guys like that Rainbows that we're going to wear across our chest and cut her (laughs) proudly through the streets. Please don't pull that bar graph again. That thing almost gave me a seizure. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the groups. Or a tailor. What I'd like to cover is we're going to cover the um, players that are playing from the Prem because we are a Prem-based show. And then from there, I also want to um, just very briefly, how do we think the group's going to fold out? Like All just right. kind of yeah, a little, fair. you know, little shoot. There. I'm good for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very good. So let's get into group A. We're going to start with uh, Cutter. Is there anybody from the Prem? No, no. So uh, every single player plays in Cutter. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And Mel, you'll love this. Uh, and really, actually, finally, to put a bow on everything we were just talking about, <laughs> twelve or thirteen of them play for. And I don't care if the pronunciation's wrong. Al Sad, which is how I feel about the World Cup right now. A L S A A D. Al Sad. Al Sad. Uh, so I honestly, I mean, if, if you really want to talk about the chances of this team, most countries 
that are not the big five European leagues that have only players from their own league in it mm-hmm. usually don't fare very well. We typically root for the host nation. Eh, get a win. Do something. I want this team to lose 20 to nothing every fucking match. The... The tournament is annihilated. The tournament is made better by the host nation succeeding, at least to an extent. Even even fucking Russia in 2018 making it to what was it the quarters? Yeah, it was was great. Fine, yeah. We don't like Russia. It was awesome. Yeah, it was so awesome. Well, I went from. I just like the fact that they had a right back named Martinez. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that was the best. I didn't care for Russia. But I didn't really like. We're way past Cold War. They were on. They won on penalties against Spain. Yeah, where the keepers saved penalties. It was like ah, it's the best. That's why we love the fucking World Cup, man. Obviously, with what happened in Ukraine recently, mm-hmm. I now have moved Russia into the don't like category. Yeah, we don't as like a, them as, <laughs> as a nation. But. Uh, but yeah, this one's worse. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm looking for this team to just want to know annihilated every. I can't wait till they play Senegal and because <laughs> yeah. Ecuador is going to beat them like respectively, like two nothing. Oh, Al, Al sad. Senegal, Senegal, <laughs> and fucking hey, Holland. Mel, Mel, Al sad, especially again. Let us remember Holland, a literal people, will literally kick the shit out of them. <laughs> Right. They're favored to win the Senegal match. Who? Cutter. <laughs> How? Oh my God! Mane, now that being said, quickly, uh, we're not going to be there yet. Mane picked up a bit of an injury uh, in his last game for Bayern Munich. That's a problem. There's he's still, still included. Real, oh yeah, no, I know. Really, good. not their only player, right? Oh. But he's definitely their best player. Anyway, move on. Uh, Ecuador is the next uh, team, Sam, and uh, you've got them. Oh, only only one Premier League player. It's uh, Cansado from uh, Brighton Hove Albion. Yes, who's been fucking brilliant. fantastic. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, it's a uh, uh, spoiler alert. Right now, he's going on my top five of best signings. He has been amazing. Mbwepa, who? Right, yeah, like that's how Fair. great he has been. So let's uh, move on to Senegal. The, they also Ecuador is a very young team, mm-hmm. um, in general, just as a whole. But uh, very skilled players in there. This is it's the just, third. Honestly, this is the third place. You team. just wonder about their experience yeah. is is going to be the hard part. Yeah. Uh, Senegal, uh, who I've got, like you said, uh, Khalidou Koulibaly, obviously Saïd Omane, who everybody's very familiar with, even though he's not in the Premier League anymore. Edouard Mendy, Chelsea's goalkeeper. Uh, Idrissa uh, Ganagay, uh, your holding midfielder, and uh, Cheikh Kuyate for yeah. Forrest, the yeah. um, former Crystal Palace player. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are all in the Senegalese team. Uh, which, by the way, I don't know, Mel, honestly, how they don't rate Senegal. This is the winner of the African Cups at, Cup of Nations. Yes. I, they, I think it all has to do with that Mane injury, really, is yeah. when is he back fit? When is he available again? But... It's it's not just him. To your point, they won their continental tournament. It can't just be Sadio Mane that did that. There has to be more pieces to that puzzle, and I think they have it. I mean, I, I honestly think they do. The Netherlands have started to get their shit together, which we'll come on to. Mm-hmm. Nations League, and we saw some of their outings. They still have Louis Van Gaal as their manager, though. They could fuck it off. Um, 
hint when we get to betting segment. Picking them to win this week in their first match against fucking Netherlands. My dark horse okay. is fucking Senegal. All right. They are a very good team, and I think they are first place in the group. Well, the other piece to that, too, is they could make a run if Mane gets fit at the right time and comes back into the mm-hmm. team. That's absolutely true. They are. That is, this is a well-disciplined, smart squad of very professional players who have played together for a very long time. Yep. If you're looking at this, if we wanted to compare sports, March Madness... This is a mid-major team that has all seniors. Yeah, fair. <laughs> this is exactly what they and, uh, are. You've you've got the Netherlands. All right, so um, Louis Van Gaal's Netherlands. The Dutch tulip, uh, <laughs> Virgil Van Dyke, is uh, there, and he'll be there with, of course. Um, interestingly enough, a bunch of fucking uh, central defenders to go along with them. Mm-hmm. Um, Nathan Aki, who I would assume is going to be the starter next to him in, in center defense. Probably, but it could be Daily Blind as yeah, well. Yeah, and Daily Blind, we all know from his uh, time at Manchester, yeah. <laughs> at Manchester United, yeah. How, Under Louis Van Hull. Yeah. How, how <laughs> many people had problems at uh, fucking Man U? I mean, Jesus. All right, let's go ahead. There's, Honestly, there's a few others, but they're really not people of note. Uh, obviously, Memphis Depay, formerly of Manchester United, is is going to be there now of Barcelona. Yeah, there's you know a bunch of people that are involved, but no one really of of significant stature that that I'd say yeah. was we had to really keep an eye on. Let's go ahead and move on to Group B, which let's face it, as Americans and as Prem fans, this is everything. Yep. Honestly, three of the teams are every are everything yeah it's everyone we know uh-huh. mr graham go ahead and get into uh england squad uh everyone plays in the premier league yeah <laughs> so all of them we're gonna keep an eye on uh there is notable absences i want to talk about uh uh with you um ivan tony yep do you think he should have went Yes. So do I. Over Colin Wilson, I think he should have gone. And not even just I, that. I think Colin Wilson is the veteran. Um, God, who was the guy who played for Stoke? The one who used to score a ton of fucking goals. Who made a couple of England squads in the World Cup. Peter Crouch? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> it, I knew Bent. it wasn't that Darren answer. Bent. Yeah, Darren yeah, yeah. Bent. Yeah, he's just someone who was like... Uh, you know what? Lifetime Achievement Award. You're on the bench. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. And I kind of feel like, I mean, nothing against Colin Wilson. He's heck of a player and knows I how just, to score. I, just, I worry about his injury record. Yeah. It's, just, can you trust him for the duration of the tournament? You, uh, I don't think you can. I, I think when you're adding people to your bench, one of the thoughts that needs to go into your brain is penalty shots. Because, mm-hmm. of course, particularly with England, they have a history of fucking that. Finding right out. Off. Exactly. And they fucked it off in the Euros. Well, they fucked it off recently. the Euro final, but they also, in the last World Cup, got that duck off their back, or that monkey off their back, rather. Yeah, but in the very next out, tournament, beat they out fucked Columbia. Off. Yeah, but in the very next tournament, they fucked it off. Yeah. All right. So for me, for me, one thing Ivan Tony does really fucking well. I don't know, 30 for fucking 30 on penalties. Right, yeah. I mean, that's that's absolutely fair. <laughs> if if I'm going to have that, if I'm going to have a guy on my bench that's probably not going to play because Harry Kane's going to play constantly, I would think the one thing I would want is 
in the 118th minute of a semifinal match and we're about to go to penalties, I would definitely sub out a defensive midfielder and put in Ivan Tony because Ivan Tony is going to make his fucking penalty shot. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to make it. I, I, I thought that was the, the biggest absence. I, I'm surprised a little bit at the inclusion of Calvin Phillips, although there isn't really a player that's got the same quality that he has, but Phillips he's only played... Rice. Phillips and Rice play very well together. He's played about, what, 135 minutes, yeah, Maguire's, maybe? Maguire still made the team. It's, this season, yeah. You know, There's certain guys... What they do in club ball doesn't necessarily matter. Yeah, to there's what they some do. loyalty from yeah. I'm and, with and you. And they play well together. They just play well together. It's it's what it is. Uh, so, now the other notable absence quickly is uh, Fakayo Tamori, uh, who plays for AC Milan. Mm-hmm. Um, phenomenal season last season, and this season has started pretty well from from all accounts that I've seen. Uh, with the inclusion, as you say, of Harry Maguire. Why wasn't he included? I think part of it would probably have to come down to his experience. Right. Um, and not having any international experience yet, really, uh, besides the youth ranks. And, um, I mean, McGuire made the team of the tournament at the Euros. That right. You can't forget that despite his form over the last 18 months. Also, this team is pretty much unchanged from the team that made it to the semifinals of the World Cup and the finals of the Euros. Mm -hmm. I mean, even a guy like Alexander-Arnold, who has not defended well in the league, he works in England. Like... And and honestly, this is this is one of the favorites. Mm -hmm. This is one of the favorites to fucking win the World Cup. And... And... More so than Brazil, because Brazil is... They win it a lot. England's won it once. Yep. And when England's close, there's a lot of pressure that goes along oh, with yeah, that. Oh, yeah, big time. 100%. A lot of pressure that goes 100%. along with that. Think of England like the Yankees, because the Yankees have not been in a World Series for a very long time. And every time they get close, all eyes are on them. But, but that that's what happens when you, quote-unquote, invented the sport. I mean, really, they did. As, right. we, as we know it today, they did invent the sport. So you have somebody like that that's, uh, we're beating you at your own game, and we have for so long. But yeah. they produce quality fucking players that on any given day could do something. And the English media is a special beast. <clears throat> it really is. It really and it is. piles pressures on their players that, that nobody else would ever experience in a lifetime. All right, I'm going to move on to uh, Iran. There's a couple of German-based players. Oh, you players. did? I'm glad. You're getting out there yeah. and working out again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Iran. Iran's so far away, Terrible. Sam. Stop. With your big air. All right. Um, <laughs> you, you opened that door. It's I getting sim- racist you o- now. <laughs> you opened that door. I simply Stop. just pushed it closed. Um, a <laughs> couple of Greek-based players, a few Turkish players, but there is one, one... Uh, Saman uh, Gobandos? Godos. Godos. I think it's Godos. Who is with uh, Brentford. Apparently plays for Brentford. Never heard of him. <laughs> Never heard of him either. <laughs> Good luck. All right. Let's... Now, I will say quickly, though, mm-hmm. this is Iran's third straight World Cup they've qualified for. Uh, they also qualified, I believe, for 1998, maybe. Mm-hmm. They're a very defensive team in general. Um they're going to make life difficult. Well, last World Cup, they t- 
tied Portugal. Very famous result, yeah. actually. They drew Portugal. Um, and this group, with the experience that Iranian team has, uh, and they're a little bit closer in terms of quality with, like, Wales and the USA in yeah. general, they may have a chance here to nip a couple of draws. And then if they get somebody on the counter, maybe nick a win, they there's a chance they could finish second in the group. I anticipate they'll be dead last. Mm-hmm. Because they don't have players in the top, top leagues, really. USA desperately against Iran does not need to have that Algeria moment that they Correct. had yeah. with Leighton Baines scoring at the death because they ain't going to Baines. Get, I mean, not, um, uh, Landon Donovan, sorry. Yeah. Landon Donovan. <laughs> I was like, when did he become <laughs> my, American? My brain went all Everton. <laughs> um, my apologies. But um, that they don't want that so for usa they need to beat wales they need to draw england and iran needs to not matter yep that's what they absolutely like that they have to follow that path 100 percent. the other the other piece to that too is is especially with the u.s that's a bit of a derby yeah um you you know uh, with international teams a lot of the political stuff kind of oh absolutely boils to the top bleeds into the the football teams uh which is why we see some of the english still making fun of germany's nazi time period when they play Mm -hmm. each other um we see the polish do the same thing to the germans the netherlands do the same thing to the germans a lot of that except for the germans constantly beat all of them but that's what i'm saying especially england that's that's one thing for anybody who's new to world cup and us talking about that understand one thing england loses a lot to germany yeah (laughs) so there's constantly to germany except when it matters yeah no the 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 last euros the last euros they beat them to no germany to no you would have thought it was the 4th of July, ironically, for the fucking English. That was it. That was... That was that was a bad day in England's history. Well, no, I'm I'm just doing the Jim. <laughs> I know sheet. I got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know when the, Germans, the when the, the Germans, Germans bombed Pearl Harbor. <laughs> yeah, but the whole the whole thing is that all of that bleeds into it. They're gonna yeah. feel some pressure playing around the U.S. Oh yeah, you know they're gonna play some feel some pressure playing England. That's a derby. I mean, they yeah. ruled us for. You know, ever. All right, let's get into USA, Mr. Graham. Talk All right, about so USA. You got uh Brennan Aronson, you've got Weston McKinney, you've got Tyler Adams, uh Tim Ream, who probably won't be starting, but will be there. Christian Pulisic, Anthony Robinson, Serginio Dest, uh, who obviously now plays somewhere else. I can't he remember. He left Barcelona. Barca, yeah. He uh, left you Barcelona. Forgot, uh, Turner, who's gonna likely be the starting keeper. Oh yeah, Matt Turner, Arsenal's yeah. boy. Yeah. You're right. Uh, and then um, uh, Gio Reyna. Who's with uh, Dortmund. Um, McKinney. You kinda Claudio's jumped. son, who used to play Claudio, mm-hmm. did at Manchester City. You jumped over uh, Winston McKinney. There's one thing that's worth mentioning about Winston I McKinney. I didn't. I we, said his name. Well, you just said his name, but we were. You, it was kind of jumbled because it's I not was all just, I just players. read the list and then we talk, right. as I thought. With, with Winston uh, McKinney, it, he's such a great story because... He is the string-pulling central midfielder of Juventus. Yeah. 
You know, with a coach who doesn't like him, by the way. You you know who normally is the string pulling midfielder for Juventus? Andrea Pirlo. Back a in the day. Right proper Italian yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. Not a young black kid from the United States. Correct. Definitely not that. Could also be a problem why Juventus is in like seventh place. <laughs> Yeah, but he's been with overlook them. Overlook it, overlook it, overlook it. So I'm too honest. For, I'm too honest. He's been with them for a minute, though. He's been with them now for About three two, seasons. Two, two, three seasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, everybody wants to talk about Christian Pulisic. I think it's put up or shut up time for Christian Pulisic. I think it's your reputation has exceeded your performances. And if you fuck this off, you are no longer Captain America and you tarnish your own legacy. The real star. Of the United States football uh, team, Winston McKinney. He is the best. Probably say his name right, though. Weston. Weston, sorry. God. I'm terrible. <laughs> you do He's such at names. He's the best. He's. I, I, I think I love, Anthony Robinson could be important. I love him as a player. I love what he does. He is. He is a perfect box to box guy. Yeah, he does he is. everything you ask for. I think and Tyler Adams is super important. And I was about to say with Tyler Adams, because mm-hmm. Tyler Adams is what Michael Bradley wishes he was. Correct. Yes, that's a great shout. <laughs> and and everybody, including his dad, just were all over Michael Bradley's balls, and I never liked him. Correct. Never And I, like and I think G- Gio's going to be important as well, Gio mm-hmm. Reyna, because of his creativity, because of his, his kind of tenacity in the press. I think that he's going to be a massively important player for the United States, especially in this group. And we need a game changer. We need somebody who's going to pick a pass and, and put us in, clear on goal. It's going to be him. It's not going to be Pulisic. Yeah. He's going to be the one running on to it. Well, Pulisic's going to get all the attention, mm-hmm. like which is great. Let let there be a player that gets fouled constantly. Let there be a Grealish on the field. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that because there's enough pieces in this team. Like, I mean, Timothy Weah is going to have some really impact moments. And I think that there's what it really comes down to is how is this team managed? You know, what is and what is Greg Burhalter going to do? Right. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. But uh, uh, for me, this team finishes either second or third. And. And honestly, this isn't the World Cup that it's I'm It's a very focused. young roster. This isn't the World well. Cup I'm focused on USA. Yeah. It's the next one. Yeah. I, I would tend to agree with that. And a few more years of experience, everybody coming into their prime ages and, and everything else. I, I would tend to agree with that. This is... But you would hope we could make it out of this group. I, I mean, honestly. Think, I think we should. I think we're the second place team. I think we're going to have our hands really full with yep. fucking England. Heard. Yeah. So uh, the last one would be Wales. And, of course, there is uh, Gareth Bale, who's now just recently won an MLS Cup. Uh, Just quick fact, uh, the only two seasons in the last decade that he has spent trophyless were his last season with Tottenham and his loan spell with Tottenham. Your Arsenal's showing. Yes. Um, Of course, uh, Danny Ward, uh, Ramsey, Harry Wilson, Daniel James, and, of course, Kiefer Moore up at the top as well, who uh, uh, did pass his fitness test. My waiver wire pickup that has won me two games in the last two weeks <laughs> well in fantasy done. uh but aaron ramsey of course you know now playing in nice in france um harry wilson for fulham of course and daniel james for fulham yep uh they're gonna have a, a and fucking 
Danny Ward, fucking good, Doug. This is a good little team. Doug. This is a good little team. Um, if they can ride the wave that they rode in the Euros, uh, not obviously this last time, but the time prior, well, hell, they're was qualifying. It? They're qualifying. They to, to they're get qualifying in. for tournaments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, it, it's a big deal for a country of that stature. Yeah. Um, on the world soccer stage, uh, in terms of, they're they need that kind of red dragon wave, you know, yeah. that they got in the last Euros, uh, prior to last season's tournament. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens with Wales. I just Gareth Bale's get a little injury prone. Aaron Ramsey's not always super consistent, but he's always very good. Yeah. They're they have tools to hurt people, but I just I don't I worry for them. Some people they're calling, not going to finish last. Some, some people calling this a group of death. I don't see it. Neither do I. I don't see it. I think I think Iran, I think groups. Iran finishes last. They're going to prove a tough opponent for anybody. Like I said, they got a very credible, famous draw with Portugal. They were what you know four minutes from qualifying out of the last World Cup. They've done very well. Iran has to to kind of build their program, right? I just think the three teams that they're in the group with are beyond where they are currently, right. and I think Iran's going to hurt because of it. It's going to be between Wales and the United States to finish in second. And it, I, I think it might actually come out of goal difference and how badly each one loses to England. Because I think they both will. I think that's fair. All right, Mr. Graham, let's go ahead and get into Group C. We'll go ahead and start with um, Argentina, which is uh, my go. Uh, obviously, Emmy, fucking everything, air, people, villa. He fucks it all, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Um and you got a, a, a one-fourth who used to, used be to play for Tottenham, Tottenham yep. and Villarreal. Uh, uh, Lissardo uh, Martinez, who is uh, Martinez, who's with uh, Manchester, Manchester United. United. Yep. Um, Christian Rome- Romero, Rome- who's with Tottenham now. Yep. Yep. And, um, of course, uh, McAllister, the the Scottish Argentinian lad. <laughs> yeah. um, and, 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 honestly, he's not going to see much time, but good on him, man. I think he might. You know, I think you'd be surprised. Brighton. Brighton, like, sneaky, like, got, like, five fucking people playing oh, yeah. in the World Cup. Yeah. You know, sneaky, mm-hmm. sneaky little... Maybe not everybody makes the fucking starting squad, but, like, there's a lot of you'd be like, oh, he plays for Brighton, he plays for Brighton, he plays for Exactly, Brighton. yeah. And and on some good teams like Argentina and Spain, for fuck's right. sake. Yeah, no right, yeah, no shit. Um, Beat out De Gea, Sanchez did. And then, of course, we have to... Uh, talk about you know one of the greats of all time in his final world cup Messi. Messi. yeah there's no way we can mention the world cup without mentioning Lionel Messi, and he's going to end his career never winning a world cup i would tend to agree with you and it's why he is the second greatest argentinian to ever play world football by a fucking mile because no matter how many eight balls of coke he's done maradona is hands down the best player to ever play in argentina Sorry, Messi, you will never be him. Okay. Never. I, never. I don't necessarily disagree with you. I just think it's a big shout that we shouldn't get involved in. I, I think <laughs> I think it's, we've talked about it before. I think it's arguable that he's the greatest player to ever play. Sorry, Pele. Yeah. I, I All think right. it's very, it's I mean, it's if you very, could do it stoned, that's. It's, it's very arguable. That's. Yeah, it's and a big you deal. Do it without VAR, with the hand of God knocking balls in, there we go. Mr. Graham, talk about Saudi Arabia. 
every player plays in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia League, they're going to get fucked. <laughs> Hard. Um, the Bad. Last, the last time they were in a World Cup, they had um, uh, their keeper set a record for saves in a World Cup mm-hmm. until the Minister of Defense, Mr. Timmy Howard, changed that. And Yeah, uh, I, just, I don't see Saudi Arabia doing anything. Everybody plays at home, and the league's underdeveloped, underfunded, under everything. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and talk about Mexico. Uh, honestly, uh, Raul Jimenez is the only um, Premier League player, but there's a few people yeah, that just we... Being, being American fans, I think that we have a couple people that stick a thorn in our side we from time to time. We hate Ochoa, we hate Herrera, and God damn, do we hate Chucky Lozano. There's <laughs> people that kind of grind my gears a little bit. Dosa, saddle. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Three, three most important finals in the last three times we've won all of them. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mr. Graham, talk about it. Yeah, formally of Arsenal, you have Walsh Chesney probably being your starting Polish goalkeeper. <laughs> Sig hanging out of the mouth. Yeah. Just Can't beat it. Whipping out the arm and knocking it away. That's it. And looking like he's going to jump on a moped and go to the library hey, look, after his, the game. His only, his only problem is uh, balls kicked directly at him, slow rolls against <laughs> Birmingham City. Fuck That's all. his only problem. You're a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> you, Yen, like that, you like that old pull, don't you? Yeah, Jan Benderek, uh, mm-hmm. who was on the receiving end of one of the nine nils, I believe, who now plays for Villa. The right proper l- English man. Matty Cash. Who's Polish. Mel, if you want to join in on the Matty Cash chat, you're welcome. Yeah, you know that Polish guy, Matthew Cash. His mother's Polish. I am never going to play for England. I'm Polish. There's an, there's an immigration joke. In there with his last name. Oh, I know. And I'm not making it at all. <laughs> Did she get any cash for coming? <laughs> she got a little bit. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. That cash happened to come too. And there's Maddie. And then, of course, the big name, the it's big terrible. name who's never played Fucking in England, terrible. but worth mentioning Robert Lewandowski. Um, one of the best forwards in world football, obviously. And um, kind of not failed, but hasn't really. Torn up some trees in international level, really. Uh, and part of that's down to service, obviously. Uh, fortunately for Argentina, they don't have like a Croatia type like they did yeah, in Russia. Correct. Um, where they ended up finishing second in the group. So I think they ultimately win this group. But it really comes down to, is it Mexico or Poland? I'm going to lean towards Mexico. So am I. Which um, is annoying, but I'm with you. Yeah. It, it's. I'm going to lean towards Mexico, but honestly... It really comes down to those three teams and Saudi Arabia. Thanks for showing up to the World Cup. Again. You're done. Worked. Yep. All right. Let's go into Group D. Um, Here's the interesting thing. France is the the last World Cup winner Mm -hmm. um, in, I want to say it is seven of the last eight World Cups. The winner of the World Cup has not made it out of their group. Yep. I look at this group and I wonder, like, okay, Denmark could win this group. Is Australia or Tunisia going to knock out France? No. I mean, history says yes. Yeah, but I'll tell history you. History says yes. I'll tell you why when I get to Australia. Oh, right. Because you're up with France's squad. Yeah. Um, 
All right, so let's go ahead and get into it with France. Obviously, uh, Hugo Lloris at Tottenham. Uh, Ariola, who is the backup at uh, West, West Ham. Yep. West, uh, West Ham, Ham yeah, yep. sorry. Uh, Kanate, who is at Liverpool. Varane at um, at uh, Manchester United. Um, and a couple of notables who aren't in the league anymore, but... Um, Had some... Well, the first one of which was yeah. linked with Arsenal, with Liverpool, with a bunch of people when Barcelona Dem- going through their financial Dembali's crisis. Been, well, Dembali actually did a little brief stint at Everton, but can never get his work visa over. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, when yeah. he was really young. And that, that's Usman Dembele that went to for 100 million euros, I believe yeah, it was, to yeah, Barcelona exactly. when they were on their spending spree. And, uh, <laughs> and of course, uh, Olivier Giroud. Who Agent is, 00 Sexy. Who will, and, and the... And, <laughs> And absolutely the unsung hero of why they won the World Cup. He is two goals away, I believe it is, from being France's all-time leading goal scorer. Oh, very cool. I, you know what? I hope he gets it. So I do hope I. hope he gets it because it's just it's uh, he's a hard knocks, tough guy who does all the shit who's work. Been, and, who's been shit on. Yeah. All the time. All the time. He and does then, not get the recognition he deserves. I've always liked the guy. Me too. I've always liked the guy. So, all right, let's go ahead and get into Australia. Um, I didn't recognize a single player's name on that list. None of them are in the Premier League. You mean Timmy Howard? I mean, not Timmy Howard. Timmy Cahill doesn't play for him anymore? No. And this was um all, again, like similar to Whale, half of Wales' squad. This was all like MK Dons and Birmingham City. And you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of players that are in the championship or lower. That are in Australia's squad, and I think that's particularly while the struggle. The only the, thing that I will give them, here's the Aussie heart them. is a big thing, but I don't think it's enough to get them through. The year after Spain won the World Cup, they initially first thing they did is they lost to Holland. Holland kicked the shit out of them, and then they lost to Australia. So that's the like. Could they? Maybe. I hear you. Could they? Uh. Probably not, though. <laughs> which which leads us into the team that I actually think is going to win the group. Denmark. Ooh. Because they're a solid team of solid players who have played together for a while. It's much like Senegal. This is a team full of seniors in the fucking NCAAs. Like... Something to be said for a mid-major with nothing but experience. Yeah. And that is exactly what this team has. Obviously, Casper uh, Schmeichel, Christian Eriksen, um, all of Brentford's defense. Essentially, like, I mean, yeah. Like, literally every <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> including Iyer, who's also benefit, saved fucking Christian Eriksen's life. Yeah. Um, say Brent uh, Brentford, uh, uh, Denmark has beat death. Yeah. You know, in terms of Christian Eriksen. So what do they have to fear here in this group? And then you also add uh, Joachim Anderson, who's also a fantastic fucking defender. And Hoiberg. Yeah. Uh, Pierre yeah. Emil Hoiberg and, for and uh, Tottenham as well. Hard-nosed hard uh, center midfielder. This is a team who can withstand pressure and will make you pay. And you're not going to fucking score on them. Correct. I guarantee you, if France beats them, it's one nothing. I don't think France beats them. Yep. Yeah. I, I would tend to agree France with that. France does. Um, I think France still topped the group, probably on goal difference, though. I, the 
back of my brain, I keep thinking. I think they'll both finish two and one. Yeah, but but in the back of my brain, I keep thinking. Mm. I know. I got gotcha. you. I, mm. I, I don't necessarily discount that either. And and you know why? Here's who I think might be the uh, monkey wrench. Tunisia is what I have here. And only one player plays in England, and he plays for Birmingham City, and that's Hannibal Medjbury. Medjbury. Here is what's worth mentioning. I love that them. his first name's Hannibal. They've been in the last three World Cups. Who's he eating? <laughs> <laughs> They've been in the last three World Cups, and they have this ability to stick around. And again, if you can... You, if you can stick around, yeah. You if got a chance. If you're a mid-major and you know how to hit threes, you might have a chance. You got a chance. Yeah. You got a chance. And I feel like they got a chance. I uh, I feel like Australia could be as Clarice, though, is what every, I'm saying. Everything. I'm holding on to it. Yeah, you, can't, you can't defeat I'm with it. You. Everything <laughs> tells me that this is a very easy group to figure out, and it's fucking Denmark and France. Yes. But the only thing that keeps sticking in my brain is seven of the last eight. I hear you. Germany was good. Yeah. And, and France they, have a lot of absentees, and, a lot of injuries, Pogba, uh, Conte. But, but then Germany lost when they needed to. They lost to fucking mm-hmm. Mexico. They drew fucking um, Sweden. And then they got their asses handed to them by fucking South Korea. Yep. Handed to them. And we, and you just keep looking back and every single time, they get, I mean, go all the way back to the 90s when fucking France beat the shit out of Brazil in the fucking World Cup final and then walked out in the next World Cup and Senegal beat them two to fucking nothing and owned their ass. I mean, owned yep. their asses. I mean, that's so true. It's just, it's in the back of my brain. It's in the back of my brain that it's like, I want to believe. Mm. Yeah. History says otherwise. I hear you sound a lot like Pat right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and into Group E, Mr. Graham. All right, we start off with Spain, who's included five players, one notable absence from the Premier League. Uh, Sanchez from Brighton and Hove Albion, the goalkeeper. Raya from Brentford are going to be your, your two starters. Who's the absent? Uh, Aspilicueta. No. David De Gea. <laughs> Obviously, it's David De Gea. <laughs> uh, yeah, because Aspel, um, not Aspel, I meant Aretha Balaga. Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> I fucked the joke. Because you still got it. Yeah. He's the there. He is there. I just thought you were fucking with me. No, there's just too many goddamn long A names in Spain's team. Um, uh, Laporte from Manchester City, America Laporte, and Rodri uh, as well from Manchester City. The only five. Spanish-based Premier League players that are going, which is a bit of a surprise, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but for real, De Gea being the notable absence. Um, Aretha Balaga obviously has had, what, three games in the past two years? Yeah. And they were three weeks ago now since mm-hmm. he got, you know, fucked off. Um, and uh, and Mendy came in for him at halftime since he had a foot injury, <coughs> quote-unquote. Yeah. Uh, Spanish. Spain's a weird one. I don't know how to react to their entire squad. I don't know what they're going to do. And Costa Rica, Germany, and Japan aren't slouches. This group is tough. This could be a contender. I'm going to start it for when we ask our final question of Mm -hmm. what's the group of death. 
Yeah. This I, could be close to the group of death. I do not disagree because uh, we go on to Costa Rica and there's only one. It's Aguilera, who is one of the 247 people signed by uh, Nottingham Forest. Yeah. <laughs> um, he has seen a little time. He's a midfielder. Um, but of course, the big one is um, as we talk about Ronaldo and Messi in their last World Cups, I think we would be very remiss if we did not mention Kaylor Navis, the goalkeeper for uh, yeah. Costa Rica in his final World Cup, who is arguably a, a star, a stalwart at Real Madrid through their mm-hmm. arguably most successful Champions League period since the fifties. I would say arguably one of the best modern day goalkeepers. I wouldn't disagree with you. Like I would definitely put him in in the last um, fifteen years. One of the best. Hands down, one of the best. And and honestly, the only reason why Costa Rica makes World Cups because they did not deserve to get into this World Cup. They they snuck their way in the back door because CONCACAF fucking sucks. Yep. Panama should have been in. It shouldn't have been Costa Rica. That's fair. I mean, it's it's what happened to the United States and, and, the, and the World Cup before that. Mexico shouldn't have made the World Cup. United States beat Panama, so Mexico got into the World Cup. That's fair. And Mexico then shit the bed the next World Cup. Um, qualifiers to Honduras. Maybe Germany. Intentional. Maybe intentional. Germany. Uh, so, Kerr uh, from West Ham United, Kochat from Southampton, Gundogan obviously from Manchester City, and Kai Havertz made the squad despite not playing a whole lot. Yeah. Um, this German squad is... Timo Werner, not on the squad. Correct. That was interesting to see. This uh, this entire Germany squad is is one that is indicative of a... Uh, not necessarily building, because you don't really associate that with the Germans. They just plug and play. Uh, Germany, all of Bayern's team. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah that's and, probably and, fair. And Bayern's pretty good. And Bayern's in every Champions League. Pretty good. <laughs> Bayern's probably, pretty good. Probably going to be there. Probably going to be there. <laughs> yeah, they're all right, I guess. Yeah, Bayern exactly. Munich. Yeah, they. It, it's they're seem like a team in transition, but the Germans are well known for plug and play, and the system being the key. Um, and we'll see what happens with them. I I, I think they're probably going to top the group. With relative ease, the knockout stages, I think, where they lack experience and it's going to be a bit of trouble. Agreed. Uh, finally, with uh, Japan, uh, Mitoma, who is the... Uh, we, we know him as the man that got tackled in open play against Semedo with Wolves. Yeah. The one who, as he was getting tackled, had his arm in the air going red card as he's three feet Before off he even ground. hit the ground. Three yeah. feet off the ground as he's getting Goldberg speared by Semedo. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, there's one notable player here that you forgot, yeah. and I'm a little annoyed. Okay. Because this was your part of the notes. Yeah. Takahiro Tomiyasu from Arsenal is Japanese, you can't. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, my apologies. I, uh-huh. I went through and was looking at every single team, and I, my, my apologies for missing that. Thanks a lot. It's You know what? We a all shame make is what it is. It's a fucking shame. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> your notes don't have any of the clubs that any of the players play for. Because you should just Mine know it. does. <laughs> you should just know it. Mine did. Um, I, and I included foreign players. At, at the end of the day, this group, it's probably Spain and Germany. It's probably Spain and Germany, but 
Japan. Uh, Japan's going to give them a hard, a hard run. Japan loves to make the knockout stages. Yeah. They do all the fucking time. That's right. And do not be surprised if you see El Nippon fucking get in there. Yep. Yeah. That's I, going. I am not. I would not be surprised one bit if Spain or Germany are fucking sitting on the sidelines and Japan is in. Let's go ahead and go to Group F and we start with, I mean, let's face it, one of the powerhouses. Belgium. Fucking Belgium. So, you've got, uh, is it Faiz? Face. Face? Yep. All right, you wrote R- Wafis. You, but that's how it's spelled. Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought it's, it was F-A-E-S. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I spelled it wrong. All right, I Waffles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> waffles. Uh, by the way, Mel, show title, World Cup Preview, comma, Waffles. Waffles. <laughs> Because this guy from Belgium, who plays for Leicester, yep. the uh, the Belgian version of um, uh, uh, Carlos Puyol <laughs> with his long curly hair, uh, obviously an excellent defender. You have Castagne uh, uh, from Leicester as well. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne speaks for himself. Tielemann speaks for himself. And three then, Leicester players, by the way. Oh, Nana, what's my name? What's my name? Oh, Nana. What's my name? Belgium always have a great squad. Belgium Uh, always have... missed two more. Oh, it goes on to the next level. Yeah. Uh, Trossard. A Villa player. Sorry. And then Den Donker as well. Absolutely. You don't want to miss the... Den Donker. You don't want to miss the Villa player there. Villa fucks, man. I was getting there. Den Donker can fuck, but he just can't fuck someone that isn't his wife in public. (laughs) (laughs) while drinking a wine spritzer and this is why not many villa players were invited to the world cup (laughs) they fucked so much france wanted luca digne but then they were like uh he might fuck you know what the problem is a former villa player former villa captain jack Grealish. Is a fucking <laughs> liability in this country. Oh, he definitely <laughs> They're is. They're taking him straight from the stadium to the boat and the boat to the stadium, and there's no stops in between. Also, do, confiscate his phone because many a sex photo has yeah, appeared on the old. We do not need a Snapchat of him. No. <laughs> Every time no. he gets on the boat that takes them in, they have to go, Jack. How many slides you got? <laughs> yeah. Are yeah. they on the right foot? Do you have two of the same or one each different? Uh, all right. Keeping it going. Let's go ahead. and. I like talk. Belgium's chances in this group. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Croatia is going to give them a little bit of difficulty, but ultimately Croatia is very old. One, two. Very you, only old. Have, you only have three groups here in group F. Belgium, Canada, Croatia. You're right. I missed Let's that. My look apologies. at the standings. Real Morocco. Quick. There's nobody from Morocco. That's why. Yeah. Not a single player from Morocco. And let's see. Canada, Croatia, Belgium, Morocco's not making it anyway. Yeah. There's so Morocco, Morocco done. <laughs> well, <laughs> Morocco will be the one I do. Let's go ahead and move on to Canada. Um, they have uh, Larea from uh, Nottingham Forest again, one of the 255 Hundred seventh players. Larea, um, Larea Caverns. Yeah. Um, also, one worth mentioning off of um, uh, Canada is uh, Hoylet Junior who, Hoylet, yeah. who's played with QPR and um, he's been in the championship a ton. Honestly, he's been around. He's been in and around the Premier League for. I played for Blackburn for yep. a bit, I believe. Uh, 
Yeah. For some reason, I don't think it's right, but I vaguely remember him in an all blue shirt, and I want to say it was Portsmouth, but yeah. I might be wrong. He's he's a lot of the reason why Canada finally got to where they are. And it was because he did what Jamaica did, which is he went and played for a home country where he was born as opposed to trying to get Force it himself in the England side. Yep. And that's those little things help get more people to want to play for their country and good players to do that. And it's why Canada's there. And by the way, not for nothing, Canada won the fucking group. Yeah, they Canada did. Canada is the one seed. Not Mexico, not United States. Canada is the one seed because Canada beat Mexico twice and they beat the U.S. twice. So something to be said for that. I don't think they're going to do well at all in the World Cup, but they beat two really good fucking teams yeah. twice to get there. They so absolutely something did. to be said. Move on to uh, Croatia, Mr. Grant. Sure. So you have uh, Mateo Kovacic, obviously, and Ivan Perisic uh, from Tottenham. Uh, Kovacic, obviously, with Chelsea. Uh, I think Croatia is in a bit of um, the end-of-cycle situation. Yeah, They're they are. relatively old. I don't think they're going to do much. Uh, they probably have Modric involved. I, yeah. I I assume we didn't write the full squad down, but he'll be playing. I assume he'll be there, but he's 37. Yeah. 38. How much can they really do with that? Yeah. And Dzeko, I think is, is from Croatia. Yeah. Um, who will probably be there with his exploits with Roma. I, I just don't see, they're going to be good enough to get out of the group, obviously because of who they're paired <laughs> with, but, Past that, I, I don't like their chances much at all uh, here. And that's saying on the back of the last World Cup where they were finalists. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, they're going to get quickly knocked out. Yeah. They'll, they'll make it out of they'll the group. They'll make it out of the group, yeah. but round of 16, done. Um, I remember what I should have written in my notes. I just remembered it. Uh, Morocco. Ziak from fucking uh, Chelsea. Oh, he is, is Moroccan, Moroccan, isn't he? Yeah. Is Moroccan. Fuck. Um, he doesn't play much though. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> and one can, one yeah. player can't do it all. It's Belgium, Croatia, Morocco, Canada, and maybe Canada beats Morocco, but I don't think they do. Yeah, it's it what we'll, honestly what we should expect. So, all right, here we go. On to the final groups, uh, Group G, Mister Graham. I'll tell you what, we were talking about England and how everybody plays for uh, uh, England Premier in League the clubs. Premier League, yep. uh, except for the next club. Mr. Graham, please take it away. Brazil. Winners of more World Cups than anyone else. And the team we all love to hate. They have 12 players from the Premier League. You have Allison with Liverpool, Ederson with Manchester City, uh, Silva. Uh, Tiago Silva, that is, with Chelsea. Bruno Gimaresh with Newcastle. Casemiro, Manchester United. Fabinho from Liverpool. Fred from Manchester United. I can't believe he made, he made it. Paqueta from West Ham United. Uh, Star in the making, by the way. Mm -hmm. Hell of a player. Anthony uh, from Manchester United as well. Gabriel Jesus from Arsenal. Martinelli from Arsenal, who everything is going to go through. And then some guy that used to play for Everton. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 
Yeah. Richarlison, obviously. Yeah. Richie, uh, and Richie finishes Richie, out the, the English contingent of Brazilians. And Richie of that group, he's the guy who's played, you know, he helped him win a gold in the Olympics. He helped him win a Copa Americana. He's just, he's kind of been the steady Eddie. And he may not get a ton of time, but he's, I, I think he makes that squad because he's the guy who did all the hard work. If Brazil played with wingbacks out of these 12, you could make a starting 11. No shit. <laughs> no shit. I mean, Anthony and Martinelli could play wingback. You got Jesus leading the line, Richarlison next to him. Yeah, Guimaraes and Casemiro in the middle. Fred is the one that drops to the bench. Paqueta plays just in front of them. And you have Silva. Uh, and probably Ederson because he's better with his feet than Allison is playing center back. <laughs> it's, it, I mean, this this has to be the favorite for the tournament, in my opinion. It is. Um, it is. Just better than England. Just better than France, I think. Yet we all love to hate them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, nobody likes it. Well, nobody it's, likes it's, a dynasty unless it's your team doing it. Well, it's also well. Let's also face it; they haven't been a dynasty for a while. No, correct. They uh, they've been in a of, very long transitional period. You, you know who Brazil is? They're the Dallas fucking Cowboys. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, everybody loves them, but they don't win anything. All right, I'm I'm in. I'm back to hating them. Yeah, and that's fine. And there's a lot of English players there, and there's no reason to like them. And no, I actively, I actively, I, I beg them. to differ because Gabriel Jesus and Martinelli are pretty yeah. good fucking people. Yeah. But the diver that is Richarlison, and I get you. Yeah, heard. Fuck them. All right, let's move on to uh, Serbia. Mitro. That's it. That's Mitro. all it really needs to be I mean, said. Is, is, is there anything else you need to say? <laughs> Fucking Mitro. <laughs> yeah. Don't park your car near that stadium. Um, if you can get there on the one lane road that drives you there, because the I'd, infrastructure sucks I'd, in this fucking country. I'd like to think that they could make it to the next round, but unfortunately, the next team you're going to talk about yeah. is the most neutral team ever, yet somehow makes it to every single knockout stage uh -huh. of every single tournament Ever. and we all and we all go how, how? yeah <laughs> but they're actually a quality fucking side uh you've got a uh this is switzerland by the way you've got a kanji from manchester city who's actually seen some action of late yeah a um, lot. which uh, i'm a bit surprised at wearing like number 45 or some shit whatever he does uh you have fabian Schar from newcastle granite jaka the, mm -hmm. the swiss captain and, and probably best player ever um, in the history of the country, actually born in Armenia, but that's okay. He's a Swiss citizen. Uh, and then Fuller, uh, which makes me uncomfortable saying, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> one of, <laughs> of 567,000 players signed by Nottingham Forest. And, of course, the big one that I didn't mention here that we all know. Um, fucking, oh, my God. Little fucker that played for Liverpool. Why am I forgetting his name? Jordan Shakiri. Shakiri, there we go. He's Thank involved. You. Yeah, he's uh, he made the squad. Of Holy fuck! Of course he did. He probably just he's, bullied his way he's in. A, he's a fucking institution in that country. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd like Switzerland's chances, as you say. And finally, Sam, uh, you're bringing up Cameroon. Mbwebu uh, with uh, Brighton. Brian Mbwemu. Yeah, but there's not no, much with else. Brentford. Yeah, with Brighton. Brentford. With Brentford. Brentford. I'm sorry, with Brentford. One of the bees. I'm sorry. Wepu uh, is yeah. Brighton. Yes. Which I don't know where he's from. And he doesn't play anymore because of the heart. The condition. heart thing. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh. Fuck. Mbwemu with 
Brentford. He's going to be fine. He'll be fine, but uh, there's the not much else. The team is going to suck. It, this is this is Brazil <laughs> far and away. Switzerland will will squeak by and be in the uh, knockout stages, and then Serbia fucking Cameroon. Very easy. So yeah, Mr. I I would tend to agree with that, Mister Graham. Let's move on to the final the group. Final group, group H. Um, I do want to before you read everything. I do want to say the final thing when we go into Portugal. We always like to say it's the Wolves national team. I would like to note that there are three Wolves players, three Manchester City players, and three Manchester United players. Yes. Please go right ahead and talk about Portugal. Jose Sa, obviously mm-hmm. from Wolves. You have Dallo from Manchester United, Cancelo from Manchester City, Ruben Diaz from Manchester City, Paulinha from Fulham, who absolutely fucking deserves it. The lone guy that isn't from those three teams. By the way, he fucking deserves oh, it. Oh, very much so. Uh, you have Ruben Neves, obviously, from Wolves, so we'll probably see two, I'd say, 30-yard screamers. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you have Silva um, from Manchester City, obviously. Uh, again, Bernardo Silva. Bruno Fernandes. Uh, Darwin that's not Darwin. He's Uruguayan. Who's Nunez? Oh, from Wolves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, um, of course. Hopefully, somebody in the Wolves camp respect or in the uh, Portugal camp respects him. Uh, can we just or go else ahead they're going to have a problem. Right, can we just go ahead and say right now, Sam, this is the group of death? Ultimately, this is four really good countries that really have a good fucking soccer history. Yeah, this is the group and, of death. It's Group H. And there's enough weaknesses in each of them that there could be problems. Yeah, Group H is the group of death. Um, For me as well. I'm with you. You've got Ghana, my friend. Yes, Let's the Black Stars. The Black Stars actually announced their team today. Well, we're recording, obviously, a week before. But today they announced it. Uh, Tariq Lamptey at Brighton. Uh, your boy, Mr. Thomas Partey. Oh, is, this, is Lamptey one of the ones that I'll probably never play for England. Yeah. So went to his parents' country. Yeah. And then uh, Jordan Ayew with uh, Crystal Palace. Yes. So that's the that's the whole squad the, for them. Quickly, before I forget to mention it, um, mm-hmm. the what I worry about Ghana is they're showing at the African Cup of Nations. Yeah. They, they make me nervous. I think I actually, in my pool, I think I put them last in a group because I'm not convinced they're going to put it together. Okay, I don't disagree. I do not disagree. All right, uh, so Uruguay is the next up. But I can also see Portugal completely. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have actually put Ghana third, Portugal last. Because Portugal's old. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, Uruguay is who I have. And I've got uh, Bentacor from Tottenham. uh, Palistri from Manchester United. Someone who never fucking plays, but he's fucking on their roster. And then Darwin Nunez from Liverpool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Ur- got- Uruguay, uh, obviously. It's kind of unconvincing. Luis Suarez and, um, fuck, um, was with United the last two years. Why am I forgetting his name? Mm. Long hair. Fucking God. Mm. Mm. Oh, you're drinking whiskey. Yes. Cavani. Yes, there you go. Having a little trouble with the whiskey there, huh? It's been a long fucking night. <laughs> the ice melted, and now yeah. it's just whiskey. Um, Edison Cavani. Mm-hmm. I did the horse thing to try to remind you of the horse. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bouncing you heard. Yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, they're old. They're old, but they're also 
they're they're crafty. But they've got you a can't. couple Nunez and Pentacor. Yeah, I mean, like, some quality fucking players. And then you can never account for the Uruguayan cheating thing. Yeah, God forbid you need Cavani or fucking Soros to come on in the fucking eighty fifth to get you a goal. I like your fucking chances. Mm-hmm. Definitely do. So, but this is without a doubt for me. This is the group of death. This and then is, Sam, hands down. will you do us the honor of talking about the last team in uh, in Group H, South Korea, and your favorite player in the world, Him well, Son, who's obviously involved potentially after he almost lost an eye. He's in the World <laughs> Cup for the children, Sam. The fucking children. And it's also important to know, not just as an inspiration for the children there, the wang is there too for wolves. <laughs> the wang is there. I forgot wang was still uh, at wolves. <laughs> editor's note, can we not have children and wang in the same sentence, please? I. It's not me who's doing it. It's South Korea. They brought out the inspiration for the children and the wang. It is not my fault. Spoken like a true pedo. <laughs> Sure money. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Very terrible. Shouldn't have let it end on that, but I'm going to let it end on that because <laughs> it's been a long fucking night. The fa- I was laughing so hard. Face ID almost didn't open my phone. <laughs> it did, almost didn't recognize me because uh, I got to pull up Pat's email. But all right, firstly, I'm going to give you my shit because it's quite simple, straightforward, and easy going. Hopefully, you're listening to the show when it was intended to be listened to on Monday morning because I have a four-way parlay. Oh, oh, wow. I have two parlay. Like It's two. It's the same bet, right? So it's all four things need to hit, but it's the same game parlay with two parts each. Okay, fair enough. England over Iran, over two and a half goals. Okay. Despite being Iran so defensive, I think England are good enough that they'll find a way through. And I three. I see I see three one. Okay. But I wasn't prepared to put the money down for three and a half. Got it. Very good. Uh and then I have the US over Wales over one and a half. Yeah. I think it's a a two nil win. Yeah. I'll give you that. Give you that definitely. That gave me plus seven eighty one, so plus a hundred dollar bet mm-hmm. pays me seven hundred eighty one dollars. So if you miss, you lose a hundred bucks. Yep. All right. Very good. Just one. like we normally do. I, I bet a hundred bucks on the money line for this this thing. Well, not to spoil Pat, but I was inspired. I'm going to bet multiple games. There you go. So it's a whole new hole for me to dig myself into, and Mister Graham. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. Most of the time, it works every time, Mr. Graham. I just got to say. What? And this time, I'm taking a couple of bets. First, I'm going to take a big upset here. Senegal to beat Holland plus $500. And in the second bet, I cannot believe these odds. I had to jump all over it. Winston McKinney to score at any time. Weston. West. Cut. It's spelled with an I. No, it is spelled with an E. I suck. Anywho. Plus 800. Plus fucking 800 for him to score any time. I don't. 
dislike it. He's a key fucking guy on set pieces. He like he's a dull fucker with a good header on set pieces. I don't dislike it. They had just sh- uh, Sergeant at plus two fifty. He might not even see the field. He doesn't start. <laughs> like, how does a starter? In the midfield, have plus 800. Because nerds are dumb. Have to take it. Absolutely have to take it. Nerds so are dumb. What is uh, what does Pat have for us? And now, it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week. Obviously, we're recording a bit late. Pat, with his job, sent us an email. Mm-hmm. So, I got gotcha. you. Uh, by the way, he's very, also very, very happy that he stayed up late. Because the Philadelphia Eagles also got handed their first defeat. Get in, Washington Skins football red team. Yes. Yes. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) You may not have seen from last week, (laughs) but the Washington Commander Skins red football team did it. Yeah, they did. They did did the business. Anyway. Okay. This is now a quote. Okay. (laughs) It's World Cup betting time. First. I'd like to thank everyone who signed up for the DU football pool. When we get the final count, I'll let you all know what the prize money will be. Right now, I think we're on track for first to be over 200 bucks. Nice. Love it. Which they would have been told yesterday, the magic of radio. (laughs) Good. Okay. Now my bets (laughs) can't start two paragraphs with. Okay. That's frustrating. I'm going to have fun and place a $100 bet for every day this week. So individual $100 bet. He's a true degenerate. Yes, he is. That's why I picked two games myself. First, taking my boys, the USA over Wales at plus 160. Okay. Mexico over Poland at plus 175. Okay. Spain, minus two and a half goals over Costa Rica for... uh, Plus 140. I don't know if they're going to be Costa Rica 3 0. Brazil, minus one and a half goals over Serbia for plus 120. And Friday, got to go with my boys again in a draw against England for plus 275. USA, USA. Talk to you guys next week. I will also, in the most USA segment ever, remind you, you forgot Sunday, you cunt. <laughs> Very good. Cutter, very, very good. Cutter Ecuador did not get a fucking mention for oh. the first actual day of the World Cup, but that's fine. As, we, fine. as we've already established, does Cutter <laughs> really deserve any acknowledgement whatsoever? No, but Ecuador that, does. Other than the fact that is, this is where the games are being played. But Ecuador does. <laughs> very good. That's very good. And you know what? I don't know this, but um, I seriously doubt that... Um, Cutter would acknowledge that we have a chicken. Yeah, you're not allowed to hold your chicken in public. Oh, I, mean, and I like to pet a chicken too. You're That's only allowed to chop, it, chop its head off and cover it in gold. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kitty was in great spirits when I went up to visit her, and she's very excited for the World Cup action. 
I didn't have to give her a game. She already had three for me. Now, first up, well, she picked England over Iran. I mean, clearly, she's got ties to England, and that's very well known. I mean, definitely with the monarchy as well, so it's obviously England. I'm not that surprised that she's picking Denmark over Tanzania because, you know, she was very involved with Christian's Ericsson recovery and return to football. You couldn't see when the group was around. She was there on the pitch when it happened. She was very involved in his saving his life. Yeah, dare I say she was uh, she flew to the occasion. Yeah, she did. Uh, now, finally, she showed me a picture of her at Oktoberfest drinking a beer as big as she was. I mean, we've seen those mugs. They're pretty big. And, and Kitty's a big bird, but... You better be careful doing it and cut her. She might get arrested. That leads me to believe that she is picking Germany to beat Japan. Very good. And so, uh, everyone, just please remember to gamble illegally and responsibly so the cutter police doesn't get you here. I got no button to press. That was No, you don't have to. No, no production. (laughs) Well done. It's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. We Um, did it. Mr. Graham, it's been a marathon, but it needed to be done. Uh, Any parting words? Uh, Um... Re-listen to the first 35 minutes of this show. Yeah. Those are my parting I, words. I think that covers all of it. Those right are my there. opening and my parting words. Do you this mean is, to replay them at the end, too? It's no, a, no, no, no. We're done. We're done. We're talking it's just, footy. We're talking footy from now on. It's oh. just a, a shame. Actually, I do have something to add on that topic. It's just, it's no, no, just no, no, a no, no, shame. This is a good thing. This is a okay. good thing. This got shared in our Drunkard United football group. And this is from the French captain, Hugo Lloris. Lloris. Yeah. Tottenham's goalkeeper. Uh, there's too much pressure on the players. If you have to, oh, mm, let me try this again. There's too much pressure on the players. If you have to apply pressure, first of all, it had to be 10 years ago. Now it's too late. For players, this opportunity happens every four years. The focus has to be on the field. The rest is for politicians. We are athletes. It's not wrong. It's well not, said. It's it's not wrong, but it's also not right. It's it's that weird gray area where you are in a position of power, and it not necessarily power, but influence, and you look at things like what Marcus Rashford did to the British government during COVID, and forcing the government to pay for meals through schools for underprivileged children in the uk and he used his position of influence to essentially force the tory government to fund food for their people and with great power with great influence comes great responsibility i get it this is your olympics right however hugo you are a world cup winner already You've done it. You've been there. Maybe it's time to to stand up for the little guy now. Yep. I I don't really value the opinion of people that don't vote. Because if you had an opinion, you should have went and voiced it. Yeah? So... 
if you're not going to stand up and do something or I don't know, I, it's so fucking hard. It I get is. it. it you, it's your it's your whole fucking yeah. life. I get it. It's your whole life. This is what you do, and you got to perform on the field. But at the same time, you have a responsibility to people to to fucking to stand up for people that can't hear, to, can't have their voice heard, and it's just it's. I it's, just don't know what to do. It's a moral. I, just, I don't know. I just don't know yeah. what to do. There's no right answer to any of this. So and, and the the grip on my balls feels tighter and tighter yeah. every time we fucking talk about it. So we just watch them play the uh, the football. So uh, watch it. Bobby Boucher will not play the foosball. Okay, that is all there is. I, to just, it. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> yeah. I just feel very awkward. Like I don't like it. I, we're a football show. We have to cover the football. Mm-hmm. That's and what we do. That's our job, right? Yeah, that's what people pay us to do, and we will do players. that. People pay them to go play football. But we have a moral responsibility, and yeah. I don't care how big the platform is. We have a moral responsibility to call out the bullshit. And we're going to do that, too. Yeah, we and turned down a job at ESPN so we could call out the bullshit. Maybe. That sounds true. Whatever you need to say there, Trump. All right. I turned down the job at The Athletic because I couldn't fill out a 5,000-word fucking essay every day. Yeah, see? It's a lie. It's a that lie. is going to wrap it up, I boys and girls. <laughs> that is going to wrap it up because we have gone long enough. Allow me to say the following. We are going to continue... With the World Cup over the next month, we are going to give you coverage and we are going to give you our commentary. Mm-hmm. It is the show that we are. And if we think you're being a D-back cutter, we're going to keep calling you fucking out yep. for it. And uh, we love you all and we want you to keep uh, listening, obviously, but uh, we're not going to hide our opinion. And no, um, we won't. It's, it's who we are as a show and we hope you respect us for that. And until next week, everybody. We're nothing if we're not honest. But we're going to try to be funny at the same time. We love you. Stay safe and cutter, everyone. Good night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Put you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right, AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Snow of a Lord, looks great in shorts. Sam Graham, Sam Graham. Hit the fucking new button!